It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcasts from and the weekend has landed. Yes, it's a Saturday morning. It is November the 11th today, another weekend of real estate possibly for you around the UAE or if you are listening from outside of the UAE you still might be doing some transaction this is the beauty of online so if you are actively searching for property or just lightly looking enjoy the process across this weekend there are literally thousands and thousands of properties that you can look online. Well coming up in just a moment we have the Saturday morning property market update of course every week we are looking back over the last seven days some of the the talking points Mario and his team are going to be here but I want to ask you this if you've noticed this at all maybe you haven't but with the the rapid increase of AI voices being used to advertise products many of these AI voices still sound a little bit robotic and this week I saw another project launched by a developer using an AI voice and this developer has spent a lot of money filming the video which would not have been cheap by the time they went through the whole pre-planning the pre-production then the whole post-production including editing the graphics the sound design what else have we got the colour grading and then you've got the conforming and outputting that video and then you listen to this AI why do it you know totally totally cheapens the overall sound and the look of what you are trying to do with selling a brand new development so if you are a developer listening this morning to this critique and you've got a marketing person that comes running into your office and says I've got a great idea we're going to use an AI voice to save some money run away from that marketing voice instead spend a little bit of good money on a voiceover human because it is going to make the money back in no time it's the Saturday morning property market update join us for a deep dive into the world of real estate on the Dubai property podcast Yes, it is that time of the week and we have Michael Doyle and Mario Volpe with us, two professional real estate experts who have their finger on the pulse of what is going on in the Dubai property market. Great to have you guys on board once again. Michael, what do you think about the the AI voices? It's something that you've no doubt noticed, you've heard, you've seen. What do you reckon? Do you think that they should be spending a little bit of coin on humans i think you're right i think it kind of cheapens the production when you've spent all of this money you know to make something beautiful and then you're going to use an ai voice at the end of it i think people kind of tune out to ai voices these days they're so used to them so yeah definitely a bad call yeah it definitely cheapens it out doesn't it mario 
Yeah, it does. Uh, I have to say, I've not actually heard this particular video yet, but there's a lot of AI coming into real estate, uh, especially on the marketing front. And I can I can just picture, actually, as you said, that person going to uh, the marketing person, going to the owner saying, look, we've got a great idea. And I suppose when you talk about AI, you're thinking people are, th- are forward thinking, they're thinking innovative, but actually the execution of it in the end is not going to be what what people want because as michael says sometimes they do tune out yeah and it's it's going to reach a stage where you're not going to be able to tell the difference there's no question that that is coming down the pipe but for now pay the human all right so let's come back to you michael because i do want to talk about the 2023 year which in part has been about the russian invasion on the dubai property market plenty of money pouring in from russia we have talked about this but michael there is talk of this russian boom coming to an end so what have you heard Absolutely, Craig. Uh, it's no secret that Russians are, you know, a major player in the Dubai real estate market this year in particular. Uh, but there's also no doubt that the Russian boom, for want of a better word, appears to be coming to an end uh, from where I'm standing anyway. Like as the market has continued to grow this year and the prices with it, and of course, with the ruble losing a third of its value this year, it's safe to say Russian buyers have somewhat lost their appetite when it comes to assets in Dubai. Uh, not to mention, we were kind of due a slowdown at some point anyway, after the kind of flurry of Russian interest at the start of the year due to the Ukraine conflict. So it wasn't really sustainable, the numbers we were seeing. So a couple of factors contributing to it. But yeah, I think the Russian run on the market is, is kind of slowing down and, and that's evident. In terms of you working in the market, the inquiry rates, so you've noticed that the inquiry rates have tapered off. Yes, 100%. You know, Russians were always top five buyers for the last few years anyway, but it's definitely evident in the clients that are coming to us and particularly with off-plan slowing down that, you know, not as many Russian people are scurrying over to, to, to put the money into the market. As well, I'm working with a few Russian sellers. We're getting very, very, very good offers on their properties uh, above market and they're still holding off because, you know, they're just looking to, to get the absolute best that they can out of it and they think that there's a little ways to go in terms of what they can get so on both sides of the spectrum you know buyers and sellers the russians are kind of they're a lot more hesitant uh, than they were at the start of the year what's the update because you had this uh, this russian woman that inherited i think from memory a villa how's that going Long story short, her villa is probably worth eight, 8.5 million. And, and I've brought her two offers this week of nine and 9.5. And she's just kind of dragging her heels. You know, she wants to make sure she gets the absolute best out of it. Obviously, with the ruble being on the floor at the moment, she's there's a few factors to consider. So there's a few offers on it. And again, it's just getting her over the line because, like I said, you know, she's she's a little bit hesitant these days with the way the ruble is and stuff like that. All right, yes, I really understand what's happening there with the ruble. Now, in terms of transactions, there were 6,407 residential transactions last month. Now, this represents a 23.6% drop on October of last year. Last week, we spoke to Tatyana Laskova, who, in her opinion, said that there would be a correction in the marketplace coming, be it a softer one. Is the market, though, slowing down in terms of what you're seeing? What do you think? 
For me, Craig, uh, short answer, no. We did experience a drop of almost 24% compared to October last year, if we're talking about total transactions conducted for October. Uh, however, the decline was primarily driven by a significant drop of 57.2% in off-plan sales. Could be partly due to Russian slowing down as well. But secondary or ready properties, on the other hand, actually seen a 29.5% increase in sales uh, during the same period. So while the figures as a whole might point towards a drop in sales, it's rather a shift in the type of buyers entering the market at this time. So prices continue to rise and growth is set to keep its pace for the coming years, in my humble opinion. We are more than just a real estate podcast. We cover a multitude of subjects, including property data, current buyer-seller sentiment, and the mood of the market. Follow each week all of the main talking points and know your property. Well, we've been often talking about new projects and sometimes those new launches come in the form of branded residences. I mean, how many times have we ended up talking about branded residents? And there was a piece in the Arabian Business this week talking about the future of these branded residences and it's hard to ignore from both a real estate agent point of view and the public's perception of the hype and the talking points that these residences are taking up in the media. And it was interesting, Mario, to see that they're talking about these branded residences expected to double with their supply by 2030. So, you know, it's a lot that's going to be here now, but even more in the future. That's right. I mean, there are currently 51 operational schemes uh, that are either under construction, available to buy, or, or indeed just, just to be launched. Second to Dubai is, uh, is South Florida. They've got 42 schemes, so they're only a little bit behind us. Dubai and Florida appeal to international investors, especially those that are wanting to buy trophy assets, for example. But I think I need to explain that by branded residences, I mean hotel branded. I mean, Marriott, for example, remains in first place. And, and apparently this is a position they've held for the past 21 years globally, followed by Accor and Four Seasons. Dubai has a very big appetite for this. And I don't know whether it's because of the diversification of nationalities that actually actually reside in Dubai, or literally because it is a global city with the whole world's eyes on it, that clearly all these brands and others uh, appeal to. So when somebody attaches their name, most people are, are a little bit more interested in it. I remember in 2008, when I first came to Dubai, we had we had branded residences being launched, Nikki Lauda Tower, Michael Schumacher, Boris Becker. And it wouldn't surprise me if someone like Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi uh, was to put uh, their name onto uh, a branded residence like that, that it would also fly off the fly off the shelves, as it were. So there is definitely an appetite for it to double to 2030. I'm not surprised. So it'll just be interesting to see which other brands uh, would come in. Uh, you know, I'm thinking Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Prada. These kind of uh, brands, I think, would would have a lot of following. You mentioned Boom Boom Becker. What's happened to that branded residence? I mean, given that Becker ended up in jail. 
not just the, the Becker one, all of those ones were, were part of Dubai land. And unfortunately, in, in the crash of 2008, 2009, uh, a lot of these developers who incidentally, I, I want to point out in those days, the whole real estate market was completely different landscape. Then developers did not actually have to own the land, believe it or not, before they started selling. Now, fast forward 10, 15, 20 years, the market has improved tremendously. The legislation has been tightened up. And so now anybody can buy with the confidence, especially off plan, that the developer owns the property. In fact, they cannot sell the property unless at least 20% of the building has been constructed or that there is 20% of the value of the project is in the escrow account. And consequently, towers like uh, Nicky Lauda, Michael Schumacher, and Boris Becker towers just never saw the light of day because the developers, unfortunately, got into financial difficulty and, dare I say, scarpered. Now, if the bank account was no barrier, what would be your favourite branded residence if money was no option at all, uh, it would be the Bugatti residence for sure. But I think the Jacob and, and Co project also is quite appealing. But let's see, in the next few years, it might be another one, you know. But yeah, I think the Bugatti Tower, there's just something, the curves to that building, the way they've designed that, I've never seen anything like it. So it would definitely be the, the Bugatti residence at the moment. Yeah. Now, apart from the, the curves, because it's such a big talking point, what about the inside, Michael? Are you sort of gravitating towards the fact, I think that they can actually bring a car inside the building <laughs> into their apartment? Exactly. Yes. I mean, for those who know anything about Bugatti, I mean, you can't even buy one. Even if you have the money for 10 of them, you got to get on the waiting list. So from what I know from the renders I've seen, yeah, it's absolutely impeccable on the inside. You're right. You can bring your Bugatti right up. There's a person elevator for for all rooms uh, all penthouses anyway but yeah it's going to be second to none so yeah I, I think that bugatti project is something special altogether oh yes if uh, money was no object what about you mario have you got a favorite branded residence i have but ironically mine actually hasn't even been built or launched yet i'm kind of hoping that louis vuitton comes and does something here in dubai that that would be an amazing project i'm sure other than that if if we have to talk about one that is launched yes obviously the bugatti one is amazing but i quite fancy the armani residences uh, on the palm but talking about the inside of these uh, branded residences. I, I want to also highlight sometimes the brochure states and and what, what is the actual delivery. Uh, there was a tower in Dubai Marina, uh, which was uh, branded, or it was supposed to be branded with uh, Swarovski crystals and lots of Swarovski uh, items as per the brochure. But, but what was delivered, uh, unfortunately, was a very nice, I mean, the tower is, is lovely, don't get me wrong, but the delivery wasn't quite what the brochure stated. Uh, the, the lobbies were pretty much what they said. But when it came to the actual apartments, all that was of Swarovski was the actual number plate, which was glass and, uh, and crystal uh, on, on the front of the door. And, and that was it. Having, having said that, I don't want to diss it. It is a nice tower. It's a popular tower close to JBR as well on, on the actual marina side. And it twinkles at night. So perhaps some listeners will know what I'm talking about. Well, it was quite interesting hearing Michael say Bugatti, he loves the car, and you've gone for the handbags instead. Well, yeah, I don't. Thanks, Craig. I don't want people to cast aspersions on me. Perhaps just a fashion icon. How about that? 
Yeah, that's funny. So Dubai property prices, I mentioned this on Thursday, they've surged with a 19% increase in the past year. This is according to Knight Frank's autumn 2023 Dubai residential market. I mean, there's some pretty big numbers that they've talked about. Yeah, it is. But it's also interesting to note that they're making a prediction that the Dubai prime market is set to, albeit continue to grow, but only by about 5%. 2023, as we all know, house price inflation is running at approximately 19% higher than this time last year. Um, But this is all being put down to supply limitations, mainly from uh, strong markets such as India and China. Although I do predict something, I think Europe is going to be a major player, a major driver in 2024. When I say a major driver, I'm talking about obviously from a population point of view here in Dubai. Buyers are attracted to all real estate, but the luxury market is responsible for close to 5% of all transactions by total value uh, for the first nine months of this year. Ready properties, however, continue to be more popular. Given that for October 2023, 79% of all transactions were down to the secondary market and only 21% from the primary. And that could be uh, what Michael was alluding to regarding the the Russians maybe taking a bit of a, a breather. You know, secondary market, I've always said, is the real real estate. Off-plan, primary, yeah, it's, it's real estate once it's built. But at the beginning, it's just really order taking. And, uh, you know, sometimes people don't do their due diligence. Sometimes they, they don't realize what they're entering into. Whereas if you buy a secondary market property, it's real, it's there. It's, uh, you know, you can touch it, you can see it, you can go and visit it. And I think that's where the real market will continue to grow in, in Dubai. And obviously the market does mature going forward within a secondary market. We now have to look at the delivery of these projects. So there is a supply and demand situation still in balance where there are actually more people wanting to come to live in Dubai than there are projects uh, being launched. When that changes, obviously that's when prices will start to, uh, to soften. So Tatiana might be right. We will be seeing some sort of a pause at some stage. Maybe we're already in there because you cannot have such a year of, of frenetic activity Sometimes, you know, we run out of steam a bit. We have to take a pause. We have to take a breath. And maybe that's what's going to happen, dare I say, between now and Christmas to then start it all over again in 2024. But it's a case of let's watch the space. You know, with people that have moved into the UAE, particularly over the last two, three, four, five years, when you go back to 2014's peak, they weren't in the market. They were not in Dubai. I think it really highlights the fact with Knight Frank's report here, which is saying that while the the numbers are really impressive, the prices still remain 7% below the two. 2014 peak. And that probably talks volumes for people that didn't know what that market really was was all about back in 2014. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Dubai uh, still represents very, very good value for money. I do want to perhaps just add a caveat there. Maybe Knight Frank are talking generally, but for the villas, villas have surpassed uh, 2014 peaks, if I can put it that way. It is the apartments that are slightly lagging behind. But I guess it's only a matter of time before they get uh, overtaken as well, because let's be honest, 7% is, is not that great a number. So I'm sure it won't take too long, even with house 
whilst price inflation slowing, it's still going up. And therefore, we will overtake those figures perhaps into early 2024. All right, so we'll leave it there, guys. That was uh, good to sort of get your thoughts on all of that on our Saturday morning, the 11th of November. Enjoy your Saturday, enjoy the breakfast, and enjoy the, the property across the weekend. Thanks, Craig, and we'll speak to you very, very soon. Thanks, Craig. Absolute pleasure, and uh, have a good weekend. Don't forget to subscribe. We have so many episodes, all designed to help you better understand the constantly evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals on the Dubai Property Podcast.